Happy Wednesday! Welcome to another episode of Homemade Ops. Today we are going to talk about credit cards. Some people love them, some people hate them. Kind of continue what we talked about last week. We're going to give you some awesome tips for success, so join us! All right, so let's start out with a really quick news for you. So nothing crazy here. But we wanted to talk a little bit about student loan payment forbearance. We talked in previous episodes about mortgage forbearance. So if you want to go back and listen to that, um, that's been a pretty big uh, thing with the CARES Act. So we also have another thing with the CARES Act, and that's student loan payment forbearance. So any federal student loans, remember, this doesn't include private student loans. Um, any fed, it could, there could be forbearance on your private student loans, but you just have to check with your provider. But if you have a federal student loan, your payments will automatically stop from March 13th, 2020 through September 30th, 2020. So if you have a loan, you've probably already seen that. Um, and we talked a lot more about forbearance in the other episode, and it's kind of the same principle where you want to be careful. Make sure you understand the terms of the forbearance. Are you going to have to make up all those payments that you missed? And even if you don't have to make up those payments, if you can afford to still make your payments, remember that that's still a loan that you're going to owe. So you want to be careful you don't get behind on your student loans. And there's actually an article um, that was really good. And... It, I saw a chart, I believe it was on CNBC, where it was talking about debt and it had all these different types of debt um, and they kind of the spike on people who are carrying that debt and making those payments and getting behind on that debt. And with mortgages and credit cards and all sorts of things, it spiked in 2008 with the crisis and then it kind of went back down and then it's slowly been climbing up. But student loan payments have been really steady on people getting behind on them and that's just a... a that's a really tough thing because a lot of people go to school and they're investing a lot of money thinking, you know, I want to make myself better. I want to get ahead. And so you just want to be careful that it's a really great thing to take out student debt and to want to make your life better, progress in your career. And education is always a good thing, but just be careful not to take out more than you can handle. And think about the career you're going to have after you graduate and if you can afford those payments and if that will be worth it in the long run. Just like you think before you buy something, hey, is this worth the amount of money I'm paying for it? Always think before you take any kind of loan, is this worth what I'm paying for it? And be careful not to you know, get underwater. And the great thing though right now is if you need it, there is that forbearance in place. And also actually student loans are student loan interest rates we talked about in the, our episode I believe it was on Monday, the interest rates are really low right now. So just be careful. Watch out for that. Help manage your student loans. We'll talk probably more detail about student loans in a future episode, but just a quick update on how the CARES Act affects you. Okay, so let's talk about our fun topic today, which is credit card success tips. Oh, goodness me. Credit cards. <laughs> we talked last week a bunch about strategies for getting your first credit card, building credit, managing the debt versus credit. Kind of pendulum. So credit cards are very tricky. And let's discuss why they're tricky first, right? Before we get into some tips on how to deal with them. Uh, the reason why is because some people are for them and some people are against them. So it really just depends on who, which philosophy you adhere to, what you agree with. It's, um, if you listen to Dave Ramsey, for example, he hates them. <laughs> he hates credit cards with a passion. He doesn't like debt at all, which I agree, actually. Debt is a really bad thing. 
But the problem with credit cards is it usually becomes debt because you're borrowing somebody's money and you don't pay them off. So let's, for those who are just extremely brand new to credit cards, let's explain what they are. So what a credit card is, it's basically a institution that says, hey, I'm gonna let you borrow my money for a period of time so you can make some quick purchases. So let's say I uh, wanna buy some clothes. Well, then I'll go over and I'll swipe a credit card. I think most people get that at least. <laughs> it's pretty easy, right, to understand it there. But it's different from a debit card. A debit and credit card are completely different things. A debit card is usually access to your savings or credit account. Right, so if you have a if a checking account or if you have a savings account, a debit card is going to give you access to those funds. So every time you swipe a card, you're basically drawing money out of your savings or checking account. With a credit card, you're actually pulling money from institutions and you're borrowing their money, not yours. Okay, that's the one most important thing to remember. So you're basically taking that money on loan. Now, the credit card companies are gonna say, hey, you can do that for sure, that's totally fine. However, after 30 days, we're gonna charge you for using our money. And usually, because these are smaller uh, payments, the interest rates are going to be super high. And it's pretty easy to get a credit card. They'll prove people really easy. That's why you get so many mailers about things. That's why the credit rate is, or the interest rate is so high. Exactly. So with these, you got to be careful with credit cards for that purpose. And that's why some finance people say stay away from them. Because with credit cards, you can actually, there's a lot of perks that you can get from credit cards. So if you, uh, so for example, if you have a credit card, uh, usually you're going to have some perks with it where you get like 1% or 2% back on different purchases you make. What does that mean? Well, that means if you spend $100, usually they'll give you points or percentages back, so you get one or two bucks back for every $100 you spend, depending, there's so many of them out there now. And you just gotta think about credit cards like a tool. So I like to think about them like a hammer. You know, hammers are not inherently good or bad. If they're good, if you build a house, they're bad if you hit somebody with a hammer. Jeez, <laughs> that's, that's you a know, morbid it's example. A little morbid, but, <laughs> but it's the idea that it's a tool. If used appropriately, it can have a lot of really great benefits, like Todd is talking with the rewards. But if you let it get out of hand, it can be, you know, your downfall. <laughs> you can get behind in interest and never get caught up again. So basically the idea here is this, you need to know about the pros and cons to them. So the cons, if you don't know how to handle money, if you don't know how to budget, if you don't know these things, credit cards can be horrible for you because you're gonna be spending a ton of money on interest rather than actually just paying off how much you owe if you let that debt go for too long. Because if, uh, let's say you pass that 30 day or one month, it depends on card to card. So you have to read the terms and conditions. Usually it's about a month though. So if you let that money go over, so let's say I borrowed $100 for easy math. Well, if my interest is 17%, depending on how that 17 is calculated, if it's monthly or annually or whatever it is, usually it's annually, but you're gonna be paying a lot of money if you don't pay off those credit cards quickly. So that's, those are super high interest rates, way higher than a home loan, like a mortgage, a car loan. Like a mortgage right now is going for about, uh, what, 3%, 3.5%? Mm -hmm. Credit cards are at 18 to 20 to 25. At least. At least. <laughs> and they're always there. They're always, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're always high. 
So don't get in the trap of, oh, a credit card. Yeah, anyone can get a credit card, that kind of thing. Yes, they're easy to get, but guess what? If you actually, if you pay interest payments on any of those, then you're going to be paying a pretty penny for borrowing that money. So another thing about credit cards that's important to know is they give you what's called, as Todd mentioned, they give you a line of credit. So you can borrow, anytime you charge on the card, you're borrowing against that line of credit. If you pay it off in time, you don't incur the interest. Now, it's pretty easy to get a pretty high line of credit. So when you sign up for a credit card, they'll say you're approved for X amount. Maybe they say you're approved for $1,000 or $10,000. It's pretty easy, and usually it's based on your income. So you want to watch- credit score. Yeah, and your credit score too. So you want to watch out for that. Don't get something that's too high and unmanageable. And we'll talk about this when we go into tips. But just know that that's when they talk about um, your line of credit. That's what they're talking about. And remember, I, I heard somebody once, they said, or they were telling me about where they're talking to their friend. And she said, yeah, I could totally go on this trip or buy this. I've got $1,000 left on my credit card. She's like, left on your credit card. <laughs> that's not how lines of credit work. Remember, that's just an open saying this is as much as you can put on the credit card. It's not saying how much you should put on the credit card, and it's not saying how much money you have. You could have a $20,000 limit on your credit card, but only have you know a few thousand dollars in the bank. So you got to watch out for that. Be extremely careful. So n- never, never... Our general rule of thumb is try to keep your limits low because that forces you not to use your credit cards. If you have to put 20 grand on a credit card, you should probably be pulling that money from somewhere else, like saving your money, maybe a loan. Again, we're not huge fans of that because we don't like debt that much, but that'd be a better option than putting it on a credit card. Yeah, at that point, I would look at getting some type of loan that would be like an official loan that you make monthly payments on. With way shorter Um, interest or smaller interest. Uh, so here's some pros and cons real fast that you have to think of before we jump into, into some tips when it comes to credit cards. So some cons, okay? A major con. If you don't have good spending habits, credit card can be your doom and you're going to be paying super high interest rates. They can trap you, okay? So those are going to be some cons. We just talked about them. Here's some pros, though. You can get some crazy cool benefits. And this is usually the draw, right? They trick you sometimes. Because what happens is they say, hey, you know what? Like the Amazon card, for example, if you buy anything on Amazon, 5% back. That's that's a lot. So every $100 that you spend, you get $5 in rewards. That's pretty good. Now, of course, there's some marketing there because it incentivizes you to spend more because you get more points back. You think you're saving, but you're actually spending more. So you got to be careful about that. But just know that you get some pretty cool perks with them. Those are some pros. Now, we'll talk about those a little bit later, but just know that those are some of the, that's something we're going to talk about when we actually discuss credit cards. Uh, The other thing that's pro about credit card, when you travel, Traveling is another huge perk when it comes to credit cards. You get uh, cheaper exchange rates than you would if you were using cash. So if you went to different nations and let's say you're, and usually most nations will accept credit cards globally now. So if I go over to Brazil, for example, in fact, Kimberly and I did, we were traveling over to Brazil and we were swiping most things on our credit card because we were able to, because uh, we were able to get lower conversion rates, or if you're not so uh, so familiar with exchange rates, what that basically is, is when you have different currencies, like the US dollar versus the Brazilian real, two separate currencies, banks charge you to exchange that money. So it's cheaper if you use a credit card. Yeah, we were actually 
kind of out in the middle of nowhere in Brazil. Todd lived there for a while and we were out visiting some of his friends and we stopped to get a water bottle at this like stand in this tiny neighborhood of Brazil. Middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and they accepted <laughs> credit card. It was crazy. So it, it was great. Yeah, it's everywhere. And it gives you some protection too, because if you, you don't want to use your debit card as much when you travel, because if someone stole that number, they could drain your account of funds. But for example, when we got home, we reviewed all of our transactions. And if any of them weren't right, you just dispute it and say, I'm not going to pay this. This is not a legitimate expense. It gives you a lot of protection too on your spending because you can dispute something if somebody steals your card. If somebody stole your debit card number and they put the money on it, you're stuck. And it, it's harder to get that money back. Much harder with a debit card. Almost impossible. It can be done. It can be done. Um, but it is harder. You can also get insurance on your cars through them, which are really nice as well. Yeah, we've had that when we've traveled. We've never had to buy the car insurance. It's pretty expensive and comes with the rental car place because our credit card has it. So that's kind of a little extra tip there too is call your credit card and see what the extra benefits are. A lot of times they have extra things that you wouldn't really think they do. So just consider those pros and cons with credit cards. So Kimberly and I, we're not against them, but we have a huge asterisk next to that. <laughs> that is if you can control yourself. Kimberly and I, we've had credit cards uh, throughout our whole marriage and we have not once paid interest. That's because we pay these credit cards off every single week. If you put a charge on it, you pay it off. So we're basically treating it like a debit card. So here's what we're gonna do. Let's go into some tips. So let's say uh, let's say you're in the camp of considering a credit card. Let's go ahead and talk about some tips on uh, what you should do or how you should treat them. So tip number one is to treat it like a debit card. As we've talked a little bit about before, the way we like to do it is you basically pretend like you're debiting right out of your checking account. So remember, credit cards are debt. They're a loan, but we don't, you don't want to treat them that way. You want to look at your bank account, and if you had $1,000 in your bank account and that's all you could spend, then you want to treat it where maybe even if you have a $5,000 credit a limit, then you want to only spend the 1000 that you actually have. So pretend like it's a debit card. And that leads into tip number two, which is looking at your charges and paying it off every week. So you don't wanna think of your credit card bill as a bill you pay off every month, just like your water bill or your rent. You wanna think of it as something that you look at and you reconcile and you pay off every week. It's as if somebody just let you borrow your budget for that week and then you have to pay it back at the end of the week. So if you're really truly treating it like a debit card, then it makes sense to pay it off every week. And also if you get to the end of the month, then a lot of times you can't remember what you put on it. You get to the end of the month, you're like, oh my gosh, I have this giant bill. I can't remember on the 30th of the month, you're not gonna remember on the second of the month that you bought some tennis shoes or that you did X, Y, and Z. It also protects you a bit from fraud because if you're looking at every week, generally you're gonna remember what you spent. And so you can go in there and see, okay, I bought this, this, this. Hey, I actually didn't buy that. And we talk a lot about fraud because that's pretty common. We've had that like at least three times. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I know people have it frequently. Even a lot of times they put small charges on it. Like one time we had a few dollars from a gas station in New York somebody charged. We don't live in New York. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so people a lot of times will charge small little charges on there that they think the person who owns the card won't recognize. And so if you see a $5 charge at a 7-Eleven that you know you didn't do, they're hoping that people don't look at their credit cards and then they can keep charging little charges on there and it's nice and easy for them to get away with the fraud. So it's important to look at even small charges for that reason. And if you do that weekly, it's really easy to remember what you spent. 
And credit card companies are generally really good when it comes to fraud. They have great fraud departments where you can reach out to them. They'll double check things and they'll usually not charge you and then they'll watch out for you, ding them. So it's uh, just know that when it comes to fraud, credit card companies can be a very useful tool for you when you're also traveling, making purchases on, online or whatever it may be. Yeah, when we had that New York gas charge, I think it was refunded within the hour. <laughs> they yeah. have, yeah, they have whole fraud teams that take care of it. And usually if you have fraud, kind of a side note, you'll want to reissue and get a new card because that means somebody has that number. Um, but it, it provides a lot of great protection and also paying it off every week allows you to treat it like a debit card because you're not, you know, thinking, oh, I just have this bill at the end of the month that I'm borrowing against and get a pay. And the other element on that is you want to be careful because you don't want to get to the 30th of the month and maybe your bill is due the first, just depending on your credit card cycle, and you can't pay that. Then all of a sudden, here comes the interest. So it really protects you on a lot of ways to look at it and pay it off every week. So our last tip is tip number three, which is never allow yourself to pay interest. So we've talked a lot about this throughout the episode, but remember, that means not being tempted, thinking you can afford something because you have room left on your line of credit. Like, remember that person I was telling you about who said, oh, I have $1,000 left on my credit card. No, you don't. (laughs) That's not your money. So if you treat your card like a debit card, if you look at your charges and pay it off every week, then that will naturally never allow you to pay interest. There's not, we never even worry about paying interest because we look at it every week. We don't have to think, oh no, did I pay the bill? It's also great for peace of mind because then you're not thinking, oh my gosh, should I pay the bill this month? And maybe you have the funds to pay it, but you just forgot. You know, that can be an issue too. But never allow yourself to pay any interest. And if you follow those three tips, it's a really, it's kind of a foolproof way to be able to maximize, use your credit card, get those rewards, but also never allow yourself that temptation even of getting in debt. So bonus tip, choose a credit card that's going to maximize or give you the most rewards that you possibly can get without having to spend a whole lot of money. So some credit card companies or some really fancy credit cards will require you to pay like $400 for them or something like that. Those would be if you travel a lot, those that have really high benefits, those can be beneficial to you if you travel a lot. But for normal average individuals, I would not recommend those. I would recommend more of cards when it comes to like shopping, like Amazon or stores or even hotel type credit cards, even airplane credit cards that have a very low barrier to entry, but provide you with really good perks. So just evaluate your life and see which ones would maximize your uh, your rewards the most. And then there's loads of them online. So you'll have to do the research there. So double check those. That's a a little bonus tip for you. And I think along with that, it's really important to look at your current spending habits because it's pretty easy to get a credit card to a certain store or a place where you you don't shop that much. You know, maybe you do a little bit, but then all of a sudden you have that credit card, you're shopping there a ton and not maybe in lieu of something else. Like maybe you get a credit card and you switch to a new store for your groceries or whatever. That's fine. But if you get maybe a store credit card and all of a sudden you're buying double the amount of clothes you did because they send you a lot of coupons in the mail and they say, remember, you can get 3% cash back with us. Then all of a sudden, maybe you're getting those rewards back, but you're spending more money. So you would have been better off if you didn't spend the extra money in the first place. The rewards don't make it worth it to spend something you weren't going to already spend. It's all marketing. You got to avoid that marketing. Remember, 
Be above marketing, okay? So marketing is a great useful tool. We talked about this in previous episodes. Highly recommend listening to those. We have a whole episode on keeping up with the Joneses and marketing and that whole thing. But uh, when it comes to credit cards, it's exactly that point. Uh, What Kimberly was saying, it's kind of like gambling. When you gamble, you develop this weird mindset. What it is, it's you're losing money. You're losing, you're losing, you're losing. But all of a sudden, you win one. You win one, so you get some of your money back And you're thinking, oh, wow, I actually won quite a bit. I'm going to keep going. And you keep paying more and more and more. That's And then all of a sudden you're out of money because the the house always wins when it comes to gambling, right? For the most part. So statistically speaking, if you gamble, you're going to lose it. (laughs) And with, uh, with credit cards, it's very similar. So when you get one of these cards and you're like, oh, now I get rewards, you might be incentivized to go and shop more. Don't. Okay, build up those rewards over time. Okay, so that's the trick. If you can control yourself there. So should you get a credit card or not? Well, it depends on you. It's talk with your family and see what makes sense for you. Now, our recommendation. So Kimberly and I, we only use credit cards if we have to. And uh, only for we're not going to go and just shop and buy things on it because we get rewards. We just treat rewards as like an extra little perk but nothing that we're striving to get status, you know, like how you get statuses with, if you spend a certain amount or get so many miles, don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. Don't fall for those traps. So if you do get a credit card, practice these tips, exercise some self-discipline. If you start spinning out of control, if you start spending more, remember, visit your budget and track your spending trends. If they start going up, cut it, get rid of it altogether because it's just, it's not worth it. It's not worth getting into debt and spending so much money and preventing you from reaching your financial dreams. If you don't have these skills yet, if you haven't practiced with these before, do not get a credit card. Or potentially get a secured credit card. We talked about that on our episode about credit cards and balancing debt with credit. And that's a great option too, um, to help if you need assistance with self-control. So thanks for joining us today and tell us what you think about credit cards. Do you think they're a great tool? Do you love them? Do you hate them? What credit cards do you like? What rewards have you seen? Let us know on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. We're in all all those places and we'd love to hear from you and get your feedback as as well as if you have any additional questions about credit cards. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on Homemade Ops.